Hi, Jens here. Are you interested in innovation? This might be something for you too. Every Friday, I share the latest innovation articles, ideas, videos, books, podcasts, and more that I discovered during the week in my newsletter, Connect the Dots. If you subscribe, you will receive an email into your inbox every Friday. You can't find the newsletter anywhere else, so you have to subscribe if you want to receive it. Head over to jensheitland.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up. But now, let's get started with the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Jens Heitland Show where I connect the dots of innovation and entrepreneurship. My name is Jens Heitland and welcome to the show. This episode is a slightly different format, a different way of thinking, and it's a prototype where I'm meeting with Joshua Nottal and we're discussing a different way of thinking when it comes to reverse mentorship and the way how you can provide value between people and re-engineer the relationship angle of different generations. So that's a special episode, which is a test and a prototype. If you like it, if you don't like it, please comment and give me your opinion. We are looking into providing as much as possible value to you. So please like it. Please let me know if it's nothing you like, and then we take it from there. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. Hello, Joshua. It's exciting to do another prototype test again. <laughs> yeah, prototyping. I think, Jens, when I first met you towards the middle of 2020, one of the biggest things that you told me is you like to prototype, move quickly, test, fail, and learn things. And so this is another one of those scenarios, I guess. Let's see how, how that will end up and if people are listening to it or not. Well, we, we will see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And maybe I also need to... Um, get better with my podcasting tools. I see you looking rather professional there. Um, and I'm, uh, I don't have the, the background behind me like you have. You're putting me to shame. Yeah, no, you're good enough. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a little investment to make the voice sound better. Yeah, well, I suppose you're becoming quite the content machine. And so, yeah, you have to have the right tools to help you to make the best content possible. Yeah, I was digging a bit into podcasting last year and then I was looking what is the most important thing and it's the audio. So if you don't have proper audio, people will not listen to your podcast. So, And I said, okay, what is the cheapest microphone you can buy? And when I was digging into it and I didn't end up buying the cheapest, but finding a way of having good value for money. And that's what I stick to. And it works yeah, well, so far. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it definitely works. And you've produced some great conversations and engagement so far. And uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed seeing your show grow um, and your community and the different types of learnings that are out there. So maybe to kick things off, Jens, today we're going to be chatting about the XYZ Playground. Yes. And, you know, one of the things is when you're building out a, a brand, a business, it's important to bring people along for the journey. And so we're going to wind back the clock a bit. And I'm going to ask Jens to kick things off is... What is the backstory of the XYZ Playground? Maybe you can just tell us a bit about it. Tell us what got your head thinking about reverse mentorship. And I think that's a good space to start. Yeah. So, of course, it didn't. The name wasn't existing when I was thinking about that. I was digging into different ways of engaging with leaders around the world and how do we 
basically build future businesses in a better way that are not just focused on printing money, that are focused on creating value. So I was basically over the last year already discussing with a lot of people, what are the different ways and how can we help young professionals in growing? Because that's one of my passions, which I'm doing since years already, helping young people to grow and helping young people to develop. So I was just through discussions, I was mentioning this reverse mentorship here and there. And basically everyone who was involved into what I was saying and, and was engaging with me was positive about that. Then I was thinking like, hey, that need to be somewhere. And then I was just Googling it. And it's like, hey, it's not too much. There's not too much going on. And then I basically just in the prototyping style, like we do this year, I just posted on LinkedIn and Facebook, hey, I'm starting a new initiative who is interesting to jump on a call with me looking for young entrepreneurs between 20 and 30. And I got basically within 24 hours, more than 20 response to my initial post. Then I met over, I think it was two weeks with everyone who came back to me and discussed like we did, like, hey, what is my way of thinking about that? Because my idea was looking into reverse mentorship and looking into connecting young minds with experienced minds and helping each other. So that was the initial idea. And then the second part of that was how to help young professionals and young entrepreneurs doing something together and building a business around that. So it was these two worlds which I wanted to merge. And that was basically then we ended up in having, I think in the beginning, it was 10 people who wanted to join and then started the journey. And then we lost a couple of people due to passion and other work needs they had on the way but that was it's kind of that's how it works when you do when you start a prototype it will never end in the way that you think it will and that's a bit to the background story so that's basically how we started and we just started with a zoom call and introducing each other <laughs> yeah no, no i think it's fascinating and Jens, thanks for sharing that background and one of the things that i've certainly enjoyed in the project so far and, and the business that it is becoming is the diversity and i think you know especially in the time of covid that we're all experiencing at the moment is how do you foster connections and how do you have the ability to connect with people right around the world and Jens referred to you know literally reaching out to some of your connections more broadly around the world and obviously that talks to your experience and network that you have but you know, to bring together 10 different individuals, different backgrounds, operating in different countries with different languages, different ages, genders, et cetera. That's certainly a richness that I've, like I've said, enjoyed so far. And I think will add a tremendous amount of value in terms of the way that we approach problems and the solutions that we look to provide as well. Yeah, that was for me part of the selection process. So when I first of all, it need to be a, a way of thinking that connects, like we connected, it was the same with the others who are now in the team as well. The second part was really understanding the cultural backgrounds, understanding the stories of the people and how this story can help a diverse group to be better. And it's like putting different people with different backgrounds together is something I've done over the past. So I was really deconstructing that and looking into how could we put a team together that fits together and enriches each other from a different culture background, from different ways of thinking, from different ways of understanding how business works and the world works. That's why I did this interview sessions, because for me, it was important to get the first understanding of your view and the other's views as well, to get a feeling of what could fit and what is not fitting. Yeah, and that's a fascinating point and something that's just popped into my head. And those who are watching, 
may know that Jens runs a, a 25 day innovation challenge. And you know, it's a shameless plug here, but one of the things that he, he spoke about, I can't remember which day it was, I think it was maybe day 13 of 25, where he spoke about listening and he broke down the different types of listening. And I mean, it must have been a fascinating process for you, Jens, in terms of, you know, listening to people's different stories, where they are in their lives, and then trying to marry different values together to create, yeah, like I've mentioned, a diverse team of individuals who have never met in person as well, which is quite remarkable. Yeah. And to that point, I was inspired by the way of thinking and leading from the more holacracy approach, which is like working with individuals and teams where you don't have a hierarchy structure. And that's I mean, you have seen that how we set that up. I have set up the whole thing that I'm not in charge. So I'm, of course, the establisher of that group and the first initiator, but I'm not the, let's say, the CEO of that group. It's more about how do we help each other to be successful. And that's also something I wanted to prototype because I was inspired by the CEO of IKEA Centers, Gerhard, was looking into that, I think it's like five years back, and we discussed a lot of these topics. And I said, hey, I will try this in a setting which is basically perfect for this because it's future-oriented, it's young minds and experts around certain topics, and how can we utilize this way of thinking and this way of leadership into something which is not really existing in that way? That was part of the, or is part of the prototype as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is part of the prototype, and I think you know that's, again, one of the beauties of, of the space that we're playing in is that we're allowing ourselves to approach things in, with that mindset which is extremely beneficial, especially in the digital world that we operate in. Mm. So, yeah, and maybe, Jens, to, to sort of transition into the next sort of discussion point that we've got down for our prototyping session for this first conversation today is, you know, what is the XYZ playground? And I mean, you've referred to it before in terms of the way that it was constructed. And I thought we could maybe just spend a couple of minutes chatting about, you know, how the XYZ playground facilitates and provides a space utilizing a reverse mentorship model to help businesses with some of the challenges that they're facing? For me, it's the first thing that pops into my mind while thinking about what is XYZ Playground, because maybe for those who have never heard about XYZ Playground, first you should Google it and find us. It's xyzplayground.com. Not Playground XYZ, that's another company. and They do other stuff. So xyzplayground.com. But it's from a name perspective, I think what you guys came up with is like, how do we connect generation X, Y, and Z and creating a playground for them? And I think you can describe that after way better than I do. But for me, as a little bit of outsider who is supporting you guys, it's like, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of behaving. And I think that's the most powerful part of it because it's not a structure that's rigid and always the same. It's more a way of thinking, a framework, understanding of how do you engage between humans who have different perspectives. And that can be, if we look into reverse mentorship, is it can be a very, very experienced person, let's say a manager in a corporation and a group of young minds who are not in a management position, but who have different perspectives of the world of specific topics, different experiences from their life, who help this manager to think differently, think out of the box, like you always say in corporate worlds, it's like, think differently. And I think that's the most powerful part of it, where just this engagement will unleash so many things in organizations, in leaders themselves, and on both ways. It's like the young minds will think different, learn while doing this. And the same way, 
the experienced leaders and managers will understand things differently and will learn and the business will grow through doing that. That's at least in a nutshell for me. But what does it mean for you? How would you describe it? Yeah, so maybe just before jumping onto the explanation of it, I loved what you said there about thinking outside of the box. And it got me thinking about how we're positioning and framing the XYZ playground. And something where I want to just flip it on its head quickly is saying, we're not asking you to think out of the box. We're asking you to come and think in our playground. And I think that that is a great concept because playground is, uh, it's what you make of it. And we're developing this concept around an experimental playground. And I think that uh, over the coming weeks and months, we'll definitely explore that with you. But that's just something that I just wanted to shoot inside of that. Because it's, like I said, just something that popped into my head. But yes, from a definition and an explanation perspective of what is the XYZ playground? Just linking onto a few points that Jens mentioned. So firstly, starting with reverse mentorship and how that aligns to our vision from an overall business and a collective perspective. So in short, we've got a vision to create a space where the leaders of today can learn from the leaders of tomorrow. And that's utilizing a reverse mentorship model. So for those who might not have heard of what reverse mentorship is, it's essentially creating a space and an environment where younger thinkers can use some of their models and their learnings to inform the decisions that the older generation and established leaders are taking. And it's a movement that's been around for a couple of years. But in, if you've been following some of the developments in Silicon Valley and the tech centers of the world, it's mm -hmm. spaces that are starting to explore how those models can be used more effectively and things like that. So it's using a reverse mental model, but it's not only using a reverse mental model. And I'll get onto why that is in terms of people in the, at its center. So Jens, what you mentioned around also, you know, people creating ideas and sharing ideas. I think that that's what the XYZ playground rather is looking to explore mm. is how do we connect with people and create personalized offerings inside of that space, which I think is very important. So we're coming to you with a framework and a canvas per se that uh, we're saying this is some of the tools and thinking that we've utilized, but we're developing a very specific model and playground to help you solve your certain needs. So it's very tailored, very personalized and not, you know, a one size fits all analogy or offering that we're looking to create. We're really focusing on creating it specifically to solve your needs, whether you be a business, an entrepreneur, an organization and things like that. And then, you know, maybe to round it off is the XYZ playground is it's almost like, and I'll use the word prototyping here, Jens. It's, uh, we clearly have been spending a lot of time together, but it's definitely going through that phase at the moment is where we're prototyping, we see what's working. And the whole thing about that is about creating feedback. We're wanting to create an environment where we're learning from feedback because we're not building on things that we think will work. We're building on things that we know that have worked or know that can work based on the real-time feedback that we're getting from running experiments inside the playground or using data to inform decisions and things like that. Yeah. And I think that's also important from a client perspective, like people who want to engage with the XYZ playground. I mean, it's for both worlds. It's for young entrepreneurs and young thinkers who want to be part of that movement. And it's for organization managers, experienced leaders who want to be part of that. And I think what is rare in this times, and I see that always when I'm in my other business, which is the coaching business, and focusing on helping companies building innovation cultures and change in their organization, everyone looks for the perfect solution. They want to get the silver or the gold bullet almost straight away. And that's what they're used to working with large, successful consultants over the last, I don't know how many years, like 50, 100 years. 
because consultants always use that what they have learned from a lot of other organizations to give them the solution or as close as possible to the solution. I think that's also what we flipped around and you guys do this in perfection is you're not using exact solutions for everyone. It's you're using ways of thinking and help the client and help the other person to unleash the way of thinking and finding a solution together. And then just this playground of minds and ways of thinking will help people and companies to think differently and then find the right solution for their environment, for their problem. And I think that's, I still think it's rare in the world where we are in, where everything is focused on cost reduction and profit, which I understand from a business perspective, that's important to have that structure. But I think it's everyone tries to find the right solution rather than finding the right questions to ask and finding ways of exploring things from different angles. That's why I think that's a huge opportunity for every company and leader inside of companies to engage with you guys to find out what it is. Mm. Yeah, and I think, you know, Jens, that's a great point and sort of a segue in terms of just chatting about the name quickly and how we came about with naming the business. And it is exactly that, is because you've got sort of three generations, generation X, generation Y, and generation Z. And whichever way you look at it, it's how do we create a space where there's collaboration between all of those generations? Because, you know, I think, you know, going back to reverse mentorship quickly is, a lot of people think when you say the word mentor is that you're asking someone to give you direction and to guide you around certain things. But mentor relationships and a lot of mentors out there will testify to this is that they've learned a lot from their mentees or the mm. people that they've been mentoring as much as the knowledge that they've transferred into that space. And so while we are using a reverse mentor model, we acknowledge that we've got a hell of a lot to learn from the leaders of today because then we can you know, learn from the leaders of today so that we can make better decisions going forward in the services that we're providing, but also in the world that we're looking to contribute and change and things like that. And so, yeah, going back to the name quickly and just talking quickly about how that came about and why we feel it's important is inside the name, you've got three generations. How do we create an environment where there's one collaboration, there's a learning culture that's established, and there's also a culture of experimentation because I think that, you know, we've done certain things in a way up until now. And Jens, you touched on it briefly in terms of the way that consultants have worked through the world and the skills and services that they've brought to the space. And that's sort of something that we're looking to shift and change up a bit is that we're saying we might not have all the answers for you right now, but give us an opportunity to get into that space and craft and work with you to better understand what you're trying to solve and how you're going about it. Because that then talks to the arm of experimentation that I'm sure we'll get to in later conversations around how we're trying to build that out. Yeah. And I think you mentioned one key word, which is way underrated everywhere. It's relationship. Building a relationship in this context with knowing that there is no solution straight away. I think it's also something which fascinates me from a business perspective, because having this, it's basically if it's human relationships that build business relationships that build something that will change something in the organization and both organizations, which then change something with everyone who is connected to that organizations. And that's for me, a fascinating way of looking at it. How do we build better relationships between businesses and people inside of businesses with the way of thinking of the XYZ playground? Because, I mean, you see it every day, or I at least see it every day that this XYZ way of thinking, very, very senior people don't interact with very, very junior people because 
maybe of status, maybe there's no connection, maybe they have nothing to do with each other. And I know that some are seeking that who are very senior, but there's no direct connection. Or being in an organization which is very hierarchical, you don't dare to ask, let's say, in quotes, stupid questions to young minds inside your own organization. And I think that's the perspective. How do you build relationships and learning, maybe prototyping that with you guys, finding out how that works and then replicating the same way of thinking inside the organization where do you empower young minds inside your own organization and taking that and building a relationship inside your own business, which then in return creates a different culture, creates different opportunities, which drive the business forward. So it's more for me, it's the whole thing is more a sustainable long-term perspective rather than a short-term fix. That's, I think, still fairly rare from a business perspective. Everyone goes towards the short thing and trying to fix it as fast as possible rather than investing into the long-term. Yeah, and that's a brilliant point. And I think the point that you raised about sustainability and relationships and the length of time, and I think that from a consultancy perspective, I think that sometimes where some of the thinking has been incorrect in the past is that they've gone in to fix or be have been brought in rather to fix and work with a specific team or a specific problem that they need to execute and fix on. And they've not necessarily adopted the thinking around what happens when I'm no longer there. And that's something that we've chatted about from the very beginning is how do we create a framework and a mindset that when we are no longer there, the work that we've been done or have done rather can still be continued and utilized inside of that organization. So I think it's just a different way of thinking about things and thinking about things potentially over a longer term perspective rather than just from a short term. Yeah. And to that point, I think it's not the fault of consultants and consultancies because that's their business model. So I fully get that understanding. I think it's also they're not incentivized in doing that because the big corporations or any corporation is focused on getting as fast as possible to the result. So the consultants work 24-7 to make that result happen. And because they know, everyone knows it takes long-term perspective to be able to fix it properly and finding the root cause, but nobody wants to spend the time and the money. So that's just how it evolved over time, that it's always about this quick fix. And I think that's a bit what we need to look into as well. How do you monetize that in different ways? So that's not creating this addiction model where it's like, I try to spend as much time with you, dear client, because I'm earning with that. So it's how do you turn this around and finding different ways of monetizing that? And we're not there yet. I think that's something we need to figure out with a client who is willing to test that and find out how that works. Because I think that's a, one of the possibilities of building a winning business model, which works for both sides. Yeah. And that's a great point again, Jens, in terms of the business model. And I think that that's something that we're looking to test ourselves, to test our thinking with regards to how we create and generate value for clients that we work with. And again, there's that word value. What are we actually, what is the service that we are offering and how are we quantifying that value? Because in the past, different models have utilized different frameworks, whether it be time spent, return on investment, those types of things. And I think that, again, challenge our thinking, but also, you know, learn from feedback. And I think, you know, the point that you raised about finding a client or an institution that would like to sort of explore some of those things, that would be great. And we'd be willing to, again, look at how we can develop that relationship out. Yeah. So in case you're listening to this right now and saying, like, I would love to engage with these folks, please reach out to Joshua. You can find him on LinkedIn or you check out the website xyzplayground.com. 
is more than happy to chat and find out how the group can help you as well. I think we have covered a lot today. I would love to keep some things for the next episodes. We will do one episode now per week. At least that's the our prototyping schedule. Where we try to give you an understanding of what the XYZ playground is, how is the thinking behind, and just keep you a little bit being part of the journey. I think next time we will look into different topics just to get your understanding of what's happening and how young minds are working together. So I think maybe we even dig into how does it work in a setting where we have never met in person. So maybe that's also one of the interesting things we will cover next week. Definitely. And, and yeah, thanks for agreeing to prototype. And, uh, <laughs> Always. Seeing, <laughs> I know it's your preferred way of operating, but yes. um, yeah, nevertheless, thank you. And yeah, look forward to seeing where this prototype adventure goes and seeing how we can add value and connect with different people. Awesome. Thank you, Joshua. And yeah, everyone who is listening or watching, please like and share this video or the audio version of it and find us in LinkedIn on any other social media platform and we will get in touch. Hey, this is Jens again. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you have listened to, please subscribe to the podcast and share the episodes with your friends and people you think might like it too. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, please follow me on social media or look me up at jensheitland.com. Thank you very much and see you in the next episode.